0: Welcome to America's Top Rebitons. May this class be for Rafu Shalema, for Eliezer Raphael Leib Ben Amuna, and also for Chaim Shaya Ben Malko Brena. Please click the subscribe button to subscribe to us on the (coughs) American Tap Rebetzin's YouTube page, or click follow to follow us on your podcasting app so that you are the first to know when an inspiring new episode is posted. I am so happy to have on today's show Rebetzin Haya Hava Pavlov. Rebetzin Pavlov is an outstanding Jewish educator with over 35 years of experience. She has international reputation as a lecturer on Midrash, Jewish philosophy and ethics and a keen expertise in teaching textual skills. In 1994, Rebutin Pavlov founded Sherem College of Jewish Studies for Women in Jerusalem. Rebutin Pavlov's published works include Mirrors of Our Lives: Reflections of Women in Tanakh, which discusses the lessons of a modern woman can learn from the personalities, life experiences and the struggles of our matriarchs. She also wrote Water from the Well, Reflections on Being Jewish at the End of History, where she explores the experiences, struggles, and triumphs of our forefathers and the inspiration we can gain for living our lives as Jews today. Wow, you are <laughs> amazing. Please tell us more about yourself and what you do.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm the founder and director of a seminary for women, adult women, mostly ballet um, but also, we have a good smattering of um, converts and women who didn't find themselves in the regular uh, sister uh, educational system. Um, all post-university aged women from 20 and up. And uh, yeah, we run at in Yerushalayim, I mean, come anytime, learn as much as, as long as you want. And uh, right now, we have a good, a good special going on. We are get offering free tuition scholarships if you come for three months or more. So. That's a that's a kind of post Corona. Let's open up the skies offer.
0: That's amazing. You know, I I want to ask you about that. Um, so you have the way the seminary runs is is it like during the school year, like a traditional school year from September to May, or how does that go? Uh,
1: no, the curriculum kind of runs that way. We, we run all year long. We have a, a break for Pesach, a break for Sukkot, <clears throat> like a week in the summer. But it's all year long. Um, people come whenever they can. It's. Not like the traditional 18 year old Sam, where you come in September and you leave in June. It's not like that you come when it's, you're able to, when you can leave work, when you finish graduate school, whenever that is. And um, we have women of all ages, it's wonderful. We have women who are in their 60s and never had a chance to learn. We have women in their 20s. And um, that's a great, it's a great opportunity. Wow, I was just gonna ask you about that because some seminaries, they have a
0: cap. Like if you're older than 30, then you can't go. But for you guys, it's okay, any age is fine.
1: Any age, I find the Torah binds us. So young people learning with old people, it goes together because we're all growing, we're all accessing MS, and it's yeah. It, and and it's interesting is the younger women really appreciate the wisdom of the older women, and also they love the mommying. <laughs> They're away from home, and somebody else invites them for dinner, or you know, listens to their shit up stories. Like they, they like it. It's it's interesting. It's a very interesting mix. So nice. It's very I- very nice. But it is mostly younger and mostly women in their 20s and 30s.
0: Very, very nice. Um, So today we're going to talk about an interesting topic that affects us all. I don't think any of us are immune from this one. Jealousy. The topic we're talking about is jealousy. And as you said to me before the interview, jealousy is all the fun you thought they had. And this is so true, especially now in our age of Facebook and Instagram, we see the pictures on the screen and we think, oh, my gosh, their life is so much better than mine. They are having so much fun than me. You know, it's we see people's perfect lives all over the Internet and everyone seems to be going out to the best restaurants enjoying the most amazing vacations with family and friends and everyone and i mean and i mean really everyone now has lost 35 pounds on the latest diet and everybody looks fantastic you know and you're all looking at this when you're in bed wearing your sweatpants and with the elastic waistband because you're the one who still hasn't lost the weight and you're saying you know you're you're jealous honestly you're jealous and it's a really real, real emotion it's felt by everyone and sometimes it's felt by every some people every day so can you please talk to us about jealousy where it comes from and how it affects us on a soul level?
1: Mm. So first, just to understand what Shmuel explains that we have in within us, great light and great darkness, and they exist simultaneously and they even exist in the same actions, the same thoughts. I can think wonderful things about you and horrible things at the same time. Wow. And so that, Light and darkness, which we might call our body and our soul, they're constantly in struggle. The body is like, comes from the ground and it pulls me down and the soul pulls me up. And and the part of me that I know is neither my, just my body nor my soul. The part of me, I know my personality is somewhere in the middle. And like, what do I do with that? I I wanna do good, but I actually wanna have fun. And, And sometimes it's not the same thing. So I'm always struggling with something in life. Um, and jealousy is one of those struggles. So where does jealousy come from? So, so I, I think there's a number of reasons and I'll just give three. One is, I think we all have a sense of entitlement that's probably even more today than ever before. We have a sense, I deserve it. Why did God give it to him and not to me? Or why does it happen to her and not to me? Uh, it's not fair and I deserve. And it, And so we have this sense, I'm entitled to happiness, and this would make me happy. A new new couch would make me happy. A vacation would make me happy. A better job would make me happy. But the real the, re, the the reality of life is that I'm not entitled to happiness. I'm entitled to growth, and growth comes of that struggle. So right, so Hashem sends us into this world, and by definition, body and soul, we're going to struggle. And how do I win the struggle is by choosing my soul and using my body to express my soul's desire. So if I want to eat, my soul says, you better say bracha and you better eat the right thing. Um, So, but there is this sense I'm entitled to happiness more today than ever before. I don't know where we got this idea. I don't think it's new to this generation. I think probably we also had it, maybe it's more exaggerated today, but So that's one thing. I'm entitled, and if you have something I don't, that's not fair. A second reason, the Malbin tells us that it comes from a sense of insecurity. Like, what, I'm not good enough? (laughs) What, you have more than me? And, And I lack because you have. If you didn't have, I wouldn't lack. But the fact that you have something I don't have, is that saying you're better than me, that you're more advanced than me, that God loves you more than me? I mean, again, I, if I put Hashem to his God, like why is he giving you and not me? But there's a sense of like, I'm I'm lacking something. Very emotional, we don't like to feel inferior to anybody else. And, um, and the third reason is like, I feel there's something missing in my life and you have it. And since you have it and I don't, um, I'm very un- I'm very uncomfortable. Now I wouldn't feel that if I was Samaya Pachelko, If I was happy with what I have, but if I'm not happy with what, if like in those, I, I, if I'm always looking at what you have, then I, I am going to feel that I'm missing something. So I think those are three three reasons. Um, I also think that most of the time we're not even aware that we're jealous. Most of the time. We think, you know, that other person is just showing off and she thinks she's so great and she thinks she's so fantastic. And, and you know, she, she's just trying to put me down by telling me all the great things she did. And we're not really aware that it's our jealousy and not the other person. Um, we, and and we, we also lie to ourselves about our motivations. Um, subconsciously, I think that um, the only way that, um, that, that, that I could have is if I destroy you, <laughs> like if I put you down, if I talk less about you, if I loathe you, if I'm negative about you, like then, you know, I will gain the. Then again, the, I think that the motivation, the, the motivations, um, we lie to ourselves about the motivations. We we think it's something else when really it's just jealousy, which is very very normal. Very normal um, re- re- reality. We can even lie to ourselves about our actions. Like, you know, Kyan is jealous of Hevel and he ends up killing Hevel. And then God says to Kyan, like, what did you do? And Cain says, what, like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you do. Ooh. We can even lie. Like, Kyan even lied to Hashem. We can certainly lie to ourselves. Um, and so I think those three reasons entitlement, insecurity, And something is missing in my life. And if I just had X, it would be happier. If I had a better husband, if I had a better house, if I had a trip (laughs) to Israel, if I lost 35 pounds, my life would be better. And and it actually never works that way because uh, as a rabbi say, a person who wants 100, you get 100, you want 200. Like whatever I get, I want more. And that's, again, It's normal, Um, but the Torah demands of us that we shouldn't be normal. (laughs) Torah (laughs) says Jews are not normal. Jews are super, they're above normal. And so the Torah says, listen, it's normal. It's part of the human condition. We have light, we have darkness, we have conflict, but I'm asking you says God to rise above that and to become super. And the beauty of it is that we can do it with a lot of effort. You know, so also there's like different stages in jealousy. When we say jealousy in English, um, everybody has a different understanding. But in Hebrew, there are actually three terminologies and three prohibitions. Okay. One is um, not to desire because another person has something, not to desire something like that person. Like you have a necklace. I want your necklace. I want something like it. I want your necklace. I want something like your necklace. Okay, I don't want your house. I want a nicer house. Okay. The second level is, um, is actually lo tave, like plotting to get it. I'm gonna to plot to get your necklace. I'm gonna think about ways I can like snatch it from your, from your neck. Um, and the third thing, lo is that I'm gonna take an action to do it. I'm gonna break into your house when you're sleeping, and take your necklace. And so those are three different levels. And we're mostly talking about that first level, which is desire. Right, I right. want something that you have. I don't mind that you have it maybe, but I want just the same thing.
0: Right, right. And so it's so interesting um, because we really have these feelings. It's so true, everything that you said. And I was wondering, I mean, just having these feelings, is it is it in any way detrimental to our soul that we have these feelings of jealousy?
1: Well. Listen, like, like all things that Hashem gave us in this world, it, everything has a good side and bad side. So, so if I use jealousy in a negative way, sure, I'm going to be negative, I'm going to speak badly about people, I'm going to degrade people, but I could use jealousy in a, in a positive way. I could, like, I, like, without jealousy, there'd be no productivity in the world, right? like competition brings a better mousetrap, you know, and you make more money. So, it depends what I'm jealous of and what I do about it. Um, so, um, so, all, as I said, all traits that Hashem gave us have a positive expression. So what am I jealous of? Am I jealous of your goshmias, of what you own materially? Am I jealous of your ruchnias, of your holiness, of your religious devotion? Like what, Like, do I use my jealousy to uplift myself, to be a better person, or maybe even to get the thing I want? Um, or do I use my jealousy to put you down, to destroy you, to hurt you? Um, do I create negativity around my jealousy? Which I think, to be honest with you, I think in today's world, that's very, very common. Yes. It's very yes. common in the world of social media and a world where, where nothing is ever good enough. And I, I like, if you look at the the headlines of any, I don't know, website, it's all negative, any news website. It's all negative. Like, And, and then you look at the article, it's not as bad as it sounds, right? Okay. Because... <laughs> We are producing negativity like crazy. True. But if True. I use my jealousy in a negative way, then that's very bad. But if I use my jealousy in, in a positive way, like look, it's kind of a, a, a self-check. What do I really need? Like that's one thing. Like, do, do I so and it depends what I'm jealous of again? If I'm jealous that um, you know, you have a nice relationship with, with your husband maybe I need to work for that. Like not dream about it, but work toward that. You know, not, so, um, so that's the question. So first of all, it depends what your jealousy is. Um, Second of all, it depends what you do with that jealousy. Like, you know, what you do with it. And then you can also like ask yourself, what what am I jealous of? Like, what am I building within myself? Am I building negativity and anger? And um, and degrading of other people, or am I building in myself? Okay, if I really want to have that vacation, let me start saving, right. little by little. And maybe I won't have it now, but I'll have it in five years. You know. And so again, what do I do? What is very important? Also, like again, in terms of I was I'm just focusing on the positivity, the possible positivity of it. Um, I might ask myself, what is my life really about? Like, is this what I want to focus on? Do I want to focus on what she has and I don't? Do I want to focus on a material world that is actually beyond my means? Because it might be, do you know? Do I want to p- focus on a, a spiritual world, which is something I can attain because it actually doesn't cost anything. Um, and, and so again, jealousy is, um, can be positive, can move me forward in many ways. Jealousy can be an, a negative force, but I do need that energy of jealousy in the world for the world to progress. Okay, right? Wow.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's very, very interesting because I, you know, it leads me to my next question about that Hashem pro- pro- prohibited us really from from being jealous. From I guess He prohibited us from being that negative jealous that you were talking about. And so if we do tend to go to that negative jealousy what are some tools that we can use to work through those jealous instincts so it doesn't become negative and we could use it for productive for the positive reasons that we you know the jealousy works for
1: right so so first of all just one point it's better not to be jealous even like it's better to say wow she's so holy i want to i i want to attain that level without being jealous meaning i'm happy for you but i there's something i'm missing that i want and i want to emulate you in a positive way that's the best way but Let's recognize that jealousy is part of the human condition. You know, jealousy starts when there's two people, right? As long as yeah. only one person, no one is jealous. As soon as there's two people, there's always, you have something I don't. So now how, some strategies as you asked. Um, so first of all, try to see the whole picture. Like you want her shaito. Do you also want her life? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like you, you, you're like, do you, you want everything to have because it's a package deal. Let's say, like, let's take an example. She, this person, has a, a a lot of material wealth. Okay, but her husband is never home. Do you want that whole package of like he's out there making a great living and he's never home, or you're never home? Maybe you're the one that's making the great living and you don't see your kids. Is that like, do you want that whole package of what the other person has? And usually you don't. Right. Usually mm-hmm. you only want one piece, but. It's one practical way to dilute our jealousy to say, you know what, I I don't want the package. And so I could let go of the jealousy. Um, A second strategy is know what you're jealous of, know your jealousy and ask yourself, do I need more of that? Like if I need more, whether it's ruchni, spirituality or physicality, what do I, how do I get it? Like, how do I achieve that? As I said, you can save for vacation for five years, 10 years, you might not be able to get it in one year, but you could start putting away. And, and so know your jealousy and then sort of plan for it, be strategic about it um, and try to be focused on, on how you can get what you want rather than taking away what the other person has in any way, shape or form. Um, also, I think another, another strategy, a third strategy is to look at your daily, your life, to see your life in a positive way, which anyway, we should all be doing. Meaning, what do I have in life? What's good? What qualities did God give me? What accomplishments have I attained in this world? What are my strengths? What are my contributions? Um, and 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 really to be thankful for, for everything that I do have. And then I realize, well, actually, I have a lot. I don't actually need what you have. You know, I, I, I have the things I, I need and I have a lot of things that I don't need, but I want. So um, focus on strengths and contributions and positivity. Focus on being happy with what you have. If a person is sameach happy with what he has, he's not jealous. He's not jealous. Um, so, uh, and also if you have a jealousy, then it's create goals, as, as I mentioned before. Um, also, um, Another strategy is um, challenge yourself. In other words, ask yourself, do I really have less if she has more? Because sometimes I think I do. I think that I, I have less, I am less than she is because, but it's not really true. I actually don't have less than she has. She may have more, I don't know, money than I have, but I have more, I don't know, life satisfaction in my job which doesn't pay anything, but it's very nice, right? So, uh, so, so, um, so challenge yourself, do I really have less? Because if I add up all the things I have in my life and all things she's had, I'm doing pretty well, actually. I'm doing pretty well. Um, another really important strategy, very important for everything actually is to strengthen our Muna. Because at the end of the day, Hashem gives every person what he needs on a daily basis. And by the way, that includes our challenges. So if I need food, God's going to give me food. If I don't need food, he won't give me food. And, I was, oh, and if God gave you something that he didn't give me, then apparently I don't need that. And apparently even that thing is bad for me. Now I might not see how, what I want is bad for me, but it could be very bad for me. I was talking to someone the other day and she's, she was, oh yeah, I, I, I'm a, this is an alumni and I talked to her quite often. And, and, it's either about one or two things her money or her marriage or her lack of money or her marriage. And it all, it all kind of goes together as you can imagine. So I, so right now, like they're married, I don't know, 20 years or something, maybe 15 years actually. And they're making it. And believe me, over the years, they haven't always made it. So they're making it. And so she called me to say, you yeah, know, making it, but I can't go on vacation and this and that. And, and I'm like, you know what? You, you have to look really at what you do have. Right. So because whatever you have, you know, is what Hashem wants you to have. She said, yeah, but you know, I have teenage children now and, and I have a daughter and she really wants the clothes Everyone else out. I said, who said that's good for her? Like if Hashem didn't give you the money to buy the clothes that she wants. Maybe that's not the best thing for her. Maybe the best thing for us is to learn to get a babysitting job and earn her own money. Or maybe the best thing is for her to do is to learn that she can not have everything. Like we don't always know. So practice your amuna. Hashem gives us what we're supposed to have when we're supposed to have it. And we don't get more than we're supposed to have. And that's good for us. And we don't get less. Um, Also another strategy is this is just in general, such a happy way to live practice being happy for other people and verbalize that, you know, I'm really happy that you are happily married, you know, and I'm really happy that you have a nice house. I'm really happy you have beautiful children. I'm really happy for you that you got a new shetel. I'm really like, and, and tell them and express it on a daily basis because then, then what happens is your joy becomes my joy and I don't need what you have because I'm just happy for you. And that's a fabulous way to live. Very positive, very, very loving, and caring of others. Um, also, try to use jealousy to emulate people that do good things. You know, people who do mitzvahs, people who do chesed, people who are kind to others. People don't speak, I envy people that don't speak and her. Well, that's a good thing to envy. Like, I just admire you so much. So um, use it in a positive way. And, and, and if there's something you want, so yes, you can go after it, but don't just stew do about, a lot of people just stew about. Like this person who called me for years, every time she called me and say, I would say to her, so get a job. No, but I can't. But if you want more, then you have to get a job. But I have little children. I understand that. But if you want, like in other words, stewing about it is very negative. Doing something about it, you know, has a direction. And you don't have to be an exact replica of the other person. You don't have to lose 35 pounds. You can lose 30 pounds. You can lose five pounds. You don't have to be the exact replica. Put your personal stamp on it. Translate it for who you are and how Hashem made you and what he gave you in your life. And, um, and one last strategy is uh, just fill yourself with good things. Fill yourself with good things. You know, we talked about the, the podcast before this, like, and you said, this is uh, my, this is my joy. This is my, the, you know, my passion. So you feel that like you're filling yourself with something you love. And since you're filling yourself with something you love, so then, I don't know, the drudgery of doing, mopping your floor isn't going to be so hard because I did something I love, which is just wonderful. And we all are different. You know, a rabbi say, uh, each, just like each person's face is different, so are each person's qualities different. Um, use the qualities Hashem gave you to express your talents and your energies. And the happier you are with yourself and your life, the less you want to be somebody else. Right. It makes total and complete
0: sense. And that's what I want to do. I want to really give our listeners a motivation. I really want them, I really want to give them a way to motivate themselves not to be jealous, not to want to be some, somebody else and to really be comfortable in their own skin. So, I, on that note, I was wondering if you have maybe a bit of deep inspiration or maybe a personal story or a marshal about jealousy and how we can, you know, people can be motivated to rid themselves of jealousy that you might be able to share with us.
1: So, first of all, I just think you have to want to do it. A lot of people want to want to, like, I want to want to not be jealous, or I want to want to not be angry, but I don't really want it enough to make it happen. So first of all, you just have to want to work out your jealousy. That's number one. And then you have to recognize it for what it is. And then you have to talk to it and address it because just wanting to get rid of it is not going to help. So, no, you know, the positivity in yourself and your life and your qualities Um, etc all the strategies I gave you are just a way to work them out but I will share one story with you I had um in in Shireen at one point we had two sisters um and um and each of them uh got were got married thank god and but they they each had a hard time getting pregnant and um I think it was years that they had fertility issues and um and I remember at one point I was visiting America and I was in one of their houses. And I said to her, is it, because at that point her sister already had, I think two or three children and she had none. So I said to her, is it hard for you that Leah has three children and you don't have any? No, that's not a question I recommend you ask, but I'm the rabbits and so I got to ask it. And she, she said to me, why would it be hard for me that she has three children and I don't have, I don't want her babies. I want my own. My baby will be in my uterus. Her babies were in her womb. Those are her babies. They're not mine. So why would I be jealous? She said the same thing when we were dating and she got engaged first. She said, I didn't want her cousin. I wanted my husband. I was very happy for her that she had a husband, but he wasn't for me. <laughs> right. I wanted my own and I didn't want her. So I think that I think that's a really nice story because it was wow. about people who live it and we can do that. We can just say that's not my house, that's not my husband, that's not my financial status, that's not my weight, that's not what was meant for me. I want only what's meant for me. And when we focus on that, we're just gonna be a lot happier in life.
0: That is really powerful. Wow. Wow. Because really you you illustrate a situation where realistically the sister could have been jealous of her, of her sister and just her perspective, really her perspective about the way that she looked at the situation made all the difference here. Very, very powerful.
1: And I'm sure she had to work it. I'm sure it did not come easily. I'm sure that does not come easily. Wow. Yes. especially in these emotional things, like I spoke a lot about material things, but it's true that jealousy comes it's much harder. I right, even, when you want something, the kind of relationship another person has, you want the children, you want the, 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 the relationship between the children and the parent. You know, it's very, very difficult. It's very painful. to want something that you know is not yours. it. it so I think those are even harder situations to deal with. For sure. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But, but sure. I have to say, Hashem gave me the children I'm supposed to have. He gave me the husband I'm supposed to have. This is what I need to work through. This is my challenge. It's all from Hashem,
0: 100%, it's all from Hashem, the emotional and the physical. Um, A very interesting question came up. Um, It's about justified jealousy. It's very interesting. Um, I want to see, is it wrong to feel jealous if you feel that your jealousy is completely justified? For example, if you feel like you work just as hard as someone else to attain something, It could be losing weight or it could be a job interview. Maybe you were interviewing for the same job as somebody else. And the result was that the other person got what you wanted. Maybe you both had the same um, qualifications, the same education, but the other person got the job and you didn't or some similar type of situation. This type of situation can result in what a friend of mine calls justified jealousy. Now, how do you really and truly let this type of jealousy go so it doesn't keep nagging on you? Because in this case, you really, really feel it's not just regular jealousy, but it's justified.
1: Well, I, I guess what you're really asking is, did God make a mistake? I mean, did, did God make a mistake that she's the one who lost the weight and I'm not, or that she got the job and I did not like, like, gee whiz, you know, Hashem, I really have a problem with you, but because at the end of the day, no, there is no such thing as justified. I got exactly what I'm supposed to get. Now, if I want something different, it could be that Hashem wants me to work harder for it, harder than the other person worked for it. It could be. And if I work harder for it, perhaps he'll say, okay, now I'll give it to you. And perhaps he'll say, no, I won't give it to you because that's not for you. So it's, it's, I can't be justified if I, once I accept that everything that, that is supposed to come to me does, then nothing can be justified because I, I only got what I'm supposed to get. I didn't get what Hashem wanted, didn't want me to get. Now, just to be careful here, that doesn't mean I have to don't make my efforts. I have to make my efforts. If I want to lose weight, I got to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) If I want to get a job, you know, I have to go and interview. So I I can't blame God for everything, but I do need to learn to accept that Hashem gives every person exactly what he's supposed to have. Hashem his hands and gives, satisfies every creature. What does satisfied here mean? He gives us what we need. If I want more and God says, no, well, he knows best what's good for me. And I have to accept that. Wow. And
0: that, that could be really hard sometimes. It could be really, yes, really it. hard.
1: It's a point of a Muna, but I think we all need to strengthen our Muna. If we really had very strong Amuna, we wouldn't be as jealous. Now, It is human, as I said, as soon as you have two people, you have jealousy, but strengthening our Muna and knowing that everything comes from Hashem and it's all good, even, doesn't, even when it doesn't feel good, that's the answer that we that we need to learn to live with. Right, right. Well,
0: wow. very, very powerful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Robertson Pavlov, for joining us on America's Top Robertsons. We really enjoyed having you here and we learned so much. And may all our learning today be for the Rafu Shalema, for Eliezer Raphael Le Benamuna and also for Haim Shena Ben Makabrena. Thank you so, so much.
1: My pleasure. Take care of your Be well. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye Have my best.
0: Thank you. I will. <laughs>